0: Hey folks and welcome to another episode of the Mountain Bikes Apart podcast. This is the show about equipment, the trail guides and everything in between. And I'm Colin Gray, your normal host, joined by Tom Bell. As always, how are you doing Tom?
1: Hi Colin, yeah good thank you. How's things with you? It's not bad
0: at all, not bad at all. Uh, back for another episode. Still continuing on with our listener questions themes. We've got another great question this week. One from uh, Michael Jansen actually this time about... Uh, Get back in shape, actually. We've had some of the, we had a, a kind of. Similar one, um, a few months back. But actually, there's a good, some good detail in here. So, I'm looking forward to getting into that from Michael. Um, but first, let's have a wee update on what you're up to right now. We talked last time around about your last month or so, because we hadn't caught up in a while, had we? Yeah, uh, we haven't. Yeah, but uh, what I was interested in was just, uh, what are you? What's coming up in the next couple of months? So we're we're at the end of June just now, uh, mid season, height of the season for you, I suppose. What's um, what's the next month got in store for you right now?
1: Yeah. So it's got, um, essentially the most important kind of domestic races of the year. So, um, those being for me, uh, the British cross country, um, national championships. And then the week, the weekend after that is the, uh, marathon national championships. So, Mm -hmm got the cross country which is typically an hour and a half hour 45 and then um i think the marathon might even be up to sort of five five and a half hours uh, okay. um so that will be uh, quite quite a test of my endurance I, think, I would think <laughs> yeah whereabouts they take a place uh so uh the cross country event is at canic chase um mm-hmm. in staffordshire mm-hmm. and the marathon is actually on the isle of man ah, cool. so where uh, that'll be the first time that i've uh, that i've headed out there
0: yeah are, are there decent trails out in Isle of Man or is it mostly just uh, kind of linked together walking trails
1: yeah I, th- I f- like I say I haven't been and I, I, oh. I uh, keep meaning to sort of have a look and to do a bit of research into what's there but um, as far as I know they, they've they held some really good um marathon races there in the past um, actually I imagine on the same course that we'll be racing on and um, one of the athletes that I coach is a cross country racer and he lives on the Isle of Man and he's always telling me that there's there's loads of really good trails and uh, he doesn't seem to have to go far from his house to find uh, some good forests and nature reserves and stuff like that so I, I'm fairly uh, fairly certain there's some good good riding on the island.
0: Yeah yeah I, somewhere I've quite fancied heading out to actually as well just to check out the place place and yeah. um I, I hadn't thought about taking a mountain bike to be honest I just quite enjoy taking a wee trips across to the islands around the UK and it's one yeah. of the more northerly ones so it's not as as huge a drive as uh Isle of Wight which is the last no. one we visited <laughs> which was ridiculous the full length of the UK away. for us um so yeah I'd have to get across there sometime uh, how uh, what's your um what's your aim for those two then you've got are you you've told me before you kind of more marathon um you think that's your sort of expertise or am i picking am i getting that wrong
1: uh, i think cross country is generally my ex uh right the, what, I, what i'm best at yeah, yeah i yeah. have done a few um I, i've done a few marathons and i went to the world championships last right. year yeah, yeah. um i didn't finish that race I, unfortunately so you've mentioned them
0: a fair bit yeah so yeah, but it's yeah. more cross country is your thing but the marathons are worth doing because you still get points for them don't you for the UCL Yeah. Rankings. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, um, it's just another, it's, it's slightly, I mean, it takes on a lot of the same characteristics of cross country. It's just slightly less intense and just more drawn out, but for for all intents and purposes, it's quite, quite similar. So, um, so yeah, I think, uh, in terms of my aims, I think for cross country national champs, definitely a top three is my aim. Mm -hmm. Um, just try and get as close to first place as possible. Mm. And then, um, marathon, if I have a good day, um, I would definitely be going for the win mm-hmm. um, and but but it's just it's a bit of an unknown with it being that that long and uh, sometimes you can sort of conk out to two, two and a half <laughs> hours in and sometimes you can have a good day and feel fine right to the right to the end so a yeah. uh, bit of a lottery with that one really. Yeah
0: yeah are they ones that generally attract uh, foreign riders or are they quite UK focused?
1: Yeah, so these ones are only open to UK riders oh, actually just being national okay. championships. So, oh, yeah. Oh, on sorry,
0: that- yeah, that was a stupid question.
1: <laughs> no, it's, it, well, it's, it's, flipping confusing when there's like national <laughs> points series and national championships and and yeah. all this sort of stuff but yeah on that same weekend there'll be i think basically every country has their national championships yeah, really? um so yeah there'll be uh, a lot of races going on that that weekend yeah, yeah. but um yeah just open to the uk just nationals UK.
0: so who yeah. are your kind of main competitors in right now in the uk racing scene who, who's going to be that top five
1: yeah. So there's quite, quite a few, actually. There's, um, obviously, uh, our, our leader, our sort of nation's leading riders, Grant, Grant Ferguson from, uh, from Scotland. He's a current national champion. He's on mm-hmm. a, you know, full, full world cup team, um, and British cycling supported and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and there's a few uh, there's a few actually there's a few um, british cyclists other, other british cycling supported riders most of those are you under 23 so they'll probably be in the under 23 race but mm-hmm. yeah there's quite a few um, there's probably um, you know six or seven guys that could challenge for that sort of top top 5 um, mm-hmm. depending on who has a good day who has a bit of luck on their side and uh, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing yeah but but grant grant is the um is the probably undisputed best sort of right. cross country rider in the UK. He went yeah. to the Olympics to to Rio and um, and that yeah. kind of thing. So,
0: have you have you beat him in a race?
1: uh i came close to beating him at the world championships in andorra uh, okay. um he was on he was having a bad day it was pretty clear <laughs> um it was uh, it was at altitude as well and it was the end of a kind of long season but right. i was i was ahead of him um in the world cup um mm. up in andorra yeah but my uh, ch- chain snapped before oh, before the uh, i think second to last lap or something really? so that ended in a dnf unfortunately <laughs> but um, <laughs> And then actually at the last sort of British national race, we're in a group of, group of six, um, group of six or seven um, for most of the race. And Grant, Grant broke away kind of with two laps to go, but Mm. we were right, you know, right behind each other um, for most of that race. And uh, the last one at Dolby Forest as well was pretty close. So I feel like I'm getting closer. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Excellent. Well, maybe the national championships is your day.
1: Yeah, with a bit with a bit of luck on my side, and uh, if I get get the training plan right, and uh, yeah. maybe Grant doesn't have so much good luck or something like <laughs> that, maybe he's uh, sneak in there. <laughs> good stuff. Well, good luck with it um, yeah, is, there, is there a way to follow that one online? uh there should be um i'm sure there's live there'll be live updates sort of from british cycling uh, okay. um yeah fortunately it's not not televised or anything mm. but um i'm sure there's i'm sure there's a live feed somewhere yeah, so
0: maybe the british cycling website or something there'll yeah be, exactly. uh, somebody live tweeting it or, or live somewhere it yeah in some way. yeah, yeah. Cool.
1: I'll, I'll dig that out and yeah. uh, pop it in the show notes yeah
0: that'd be good what date is it again so people know
1: uh that is the 23rd of july Cool. 23rd of July.
0: So if you want to follow Tom Racing in the National Championships, pop along too. Well yeah, we'll get a, we'll get a, a link in the show notes if we can find one, um which you can find over at mountainbikesapart.com forward slash three zero nine for uh episode nine of series three. Alright, um, let's go on to our question then. I think this is a good one here. Um, and one that I think we've talked about some parts of it, but let's, um, here I'll jump into it and you can see what you think. So this is from Michael Janssen and he says... Uh, I love running in the woods but can't anymore because of my back. I just took up mountain biking this spring to supplement hiking for enjoyment and exercise. I'm in decent shape now but still a bit overweight. haven't changed my diet much. I've been choosing to start with exercise first and then tune my eating. Uh, My wife and I have a history of doing unsustainable cleanses and other diets where we lose weight and then get it back quickly so I'm being careful with how I change my diet initially. So that stress side, I'm finding that after intense rides, I'm exhausted for a couple of days and I feel like I'm not eating the right things. I know I'm getting enough fat, but not sure about carbs. I'm not looking to lose weight initially. I just want to find a healthy groove where I'm eating what I need to, to remain active and not unnecessarily stress my body because I'm not eating enough of something. I figured I'll tweak it for weight loss once I get that part under control. Any pointers on what to eat to sustain actively active mountain biking? So it feels like That's it. That's the question. Thanks very much, uh, Michael, for that. Really good one. Uh, So it feels like, Tom, the question, there's a couple of questions here, one of which first is post-ride eating. How do you read eat after a ride to make sure you're recovering quick enough that you're not yeah. going to be exhausted for days. Um, maybe just some general, like, how uh, how maybe how you um, eat regularly just to make sure that you've always got decent energy, you're not up and down a lot. Maybe even some pre-ride as well, just because yeah. I'd imagine that's a big... Um, that's not something I know a whole lot about, but I imagine that's a big factor as well in being able to recover quickly. So uh what about that just yeah, pre and post ride first then? What what do you generally go for?
1: Yeah, so I mean, a lot of people take sort of supplements, recovery supplements and stuff after um after uh, an intense ride or a long ride or just any sort of ride to recover. Yeah. And generally, generally they're protein focused just because that they're the kind you know, the amino acids are kind of the building blocks that repair the muscles and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um but you, I mean, they're just for convenience, really. You can get you can get the same protein um, from normal foods. It's just yeah. obviously if you're darting to the office and you've got no time to make a meal or something like that, then a, some sort of shake is uh, is is a convenience food. It's not yeah. definitely not something that's. Um, that's mandatory. And, um, just having a normal meal, um, will get you the same, same nutrients and the same protein and carbohydrates and everything like that. So I don't tend to use supplements just because, um, I'm actually a vegan, so I don't eat any meat or uh, any animal products at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so sort of most of the time the protein shakes are whey based. Yeah, so, um, yeah. don't really use those, but I just make sure that as soon as I come in, I have some kind of uh high glycemic meal that has a fair amount of carbohydrates because that's the primary fuel that you're using, especially mm-hmm. in intense exercise. So that's kind of what you need to replenish as well as some, you know, some protein people go mental about protein and, uh, that the more the better but to be honest your body's got a, a fairly limited need for protein you just need to have enough to uh to sort of facilitate all that uh muscle repair and everything else yeah. so um to be honest simple meals just like a bowl of cereal some kind of cereal maybe with a bit of um, banana or fruit on there is a great yeah. recovery meal that covers all kind of bases of fat protein and carbohydrates yeah. um so yeah. something like porridge for instance with some banana or something like that yeah, um, yeah. is a good way to go, and then, like I say, a shake maybe if you're if you 're really struggling to make some sort of meal yeah, um, yeah. yeah I tend uh, to go
0: with uh, after a ride, I quite often come home and have um, a smoothie i 've just got a, a little yeah. eighteen quid, um, I think it was quite cheap. <laughs> A blender Which has got The the cup goes on the top so you know The Nutri
1: Yeah the uh, new Nutri Bullet, bullet Yeah i as well
0: Well they, co- they cost a, a, They cost quite a bit though, don't They're like 80 quid Or something For the official Nutri Bullet But uh, yeah. I found one By um, Kenwood Or something like that For 18 quid Which mm-hmm. is basically The same thing Put the cup on the top So you're just Drinking straight out of it And I always I stick Um just really easy to think of a banana in there, um, an apple, a carrot, some spinach, uh, some almond milk, and blend that up. And that's actually, I mean, because of the, the banana and the apple, there's a fair bit of carbs in there. It's legit, I mean, there's a fair bit of sugar in there from the fruit too, but just um, some, you know, uh, good repair fuel and stuff through the spinach. and um, And I put in, sometimes put in some oats as well, actually, just for a bit of yeah, energy. Definitely. I find that, that's maybe, I mean, Michael's question here, Michael, if you're listening, hopefully, you're it it sounds like if you're exhausted for days afterwards you're possibly not yeah you're not getting your your carb stores back in are you so things like maybe some added oats or or the banana as well is great for that maybe just to sort of recharge so, okay. that um and it, yeah i mean that, that does that always does really well for me and like yeah like you're saying tom just a normal normal sort of healthy food just should be plenty enough so i'm wondering i mean is there any other reason why someday would be particularly tired after a long ride i mean is there anything like i don't know i'm just trying to think um sort of i, I wonder if he's thinking about sort of post-ride pain and stuff like that as well because i mean if mm. you get, if you get really sore legs and sore back and stuff like that then that can make you feel tired and weary and stuff like that but yeah is there, what's the sort of easiest way to get past that if that's someone that's causing it
1: yeah like you like you say colin it's um it's a distinction between because sometimes if you do you do a really long or really hard ride no amount of you know you could eat everything you're supposed to do and follow all the best practices and you're still going to have sore legs it's um yeah that's just you can't sometimes get around that but um Yeah. uh, yeah so sometimes i guess it's maybe just doing too much so maybe just uh thinking more in terms of consistency with your riding so not doing as much on a per day basis um but make it but That will allow you to then do a ride the next day and the next day, which um, if you can ride, say, an hour to two hours every day, that's better than kind of doing four hours and then having to take sort of three or four days off kind of thing um, in terms of fitness progression and that kind of thing. And then the other thing that maybe uh, that sort of came to mind is whether uh, he's eating enough. So if he's um, not replacing those calories over the sort of next few days and just falling into too much of a calorie deficit then that could definitely leave you um feeling tired and not not recovering properly yeah
0: yeah especially if he's talking about um the weight loss aspect as well and i know i know yeah. michael you mentioned you're not thinking directly about weight loss right now but it's maybe a a subconscious thing almost that maybe maybe yeah he's not getting quite enough in there's stuff like if you're wanting to be remain healthy with that like nuts i always find nuts a really good way to mm-hmm. to snack and not like overeat or not eat unhealthy stuff because they feel really filling like just a, a bag of almonds i go to um Uh, to Lidl and get big bags of almonds because they've got loads of nuts there that don't cost too much. Um, So I've always got them as a wee healthy snack that tends to get some calories in tasty wise as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, that's yeah, that's a good one. And um, to be honest, I mean, if, uh, if Michael's thinking about kind of weight loss, it's more, it's certainly more about actually focusing on what you're eating rather than Mm. the quantities. Because if you're eating, um, you know, fruits, vegetables, um, and just healthy, healthy foods, you can basically eat as much as you want of that because you never you never going to you never hear of someone overeating carrots or overeating <laughs> broccoli or over, yes. you know, uh, I guess if you just focus on fruit, sometimes people might overeat with that. But again, yeah, it's all yeah. good food and it's all fuel fuel for your body. It's, it's, it's really easy to overeat blocks of chocolate or fatty foods (laughs) and that kind of thing, but it's quite hard to overeat the stuff that's healthy. So you can essentially eat what you want of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and so if you focus on actually what you're eating rather than limiting calories of bad foods, because if, if you're, if you're not eating great and then you cut the calories of those, you're essentially just getting less nutrients than you were before, you know, less good stuff than you were getting before. Um, and if you, if you undereat for too long, all you're going to do is your body's going to get used to, um, storing fat better because it goes, right, we're starving here. We need mm. to get better at storing fat so that w- when you then eventually start eating properly again, which you'll have to do because you can't starve yourself <laughs> indefinitely, yeah. um, then you just put more weight back on. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that is- it's definitely more about focusing on the right foods rather than, um, restricting certain things yeah yeah absolutely
0: i mean what do you think about the whole uh fruit question because i've i've seen i've done a, a fair bit of reading on um diet and eating and stuff over the last yeah. couple of years and there's a lot of a lot of kind of well-respected people that have um, done research in the area and stuff could mm-hmm. say that fruit is not half as good for us as, i mean there's a lot of sugar and fruit that's basically what it comes down to there's a lot of fructose yeah. in there um and uh, a lot of people claim that actually that outweighs the benefits of the um the good stuff that's in there because there's obviously lots of vitamins and stuff like that as well yeah yeah what, what are your thoughts on it
1: uh my my thoughts on it i eat very very high carbohydrate and keep yeah. fat and and protein fairly low right um okay. so I, yeah. I eat loads of fruit and yeah. um my my view on it is that you know the obviously if you just ate table sugar, then you're not getting any okay. sort of nutritional value whatsoever. Yes. Whereas yeah. with fruit, you've got fiber element, which slows down. Um, you know the absorption of sugar into yeah, the blood, yeah. and um, and then all the nutrients, like you mentioned, Colin, as well, that come with it. And um, to, you know, if you're if you're an active person, and you're like Michael is, and and like yeah. we are, then um, that that sugar from fruit is what you can then use to to go for a, an intense ride or do all yeah. this exercise. Yeah. Um, yeah. so, and and like I said, it's really it is really hard to overeat fruit if you just drank. Gallons of fruit juice, then maybe that's a way to do it. But yeah, um, yeah. it's y- yes. you never hear of people overeating fruit, and yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> whereas, like you know, the 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 alternative is to eat. You know, if you've got a set amount of calories to eat, and yeah. you eat that with fruit, the you know, or you don't eat that with fruit. The other, what you're going to sort of replace those calories <laughs> with, and typically they're going to be high fat, um, high fat foods, which. Yeah. Uh, yeah I just don't think anyone thinks they're particularly healthy yeah so
0: yeah I totally um, agree I think think, um, yeah you wouldn't want to only eat fruit but if you're mixing it in with uh, I mean the way I see it is you've got to have the mix of the colours that's a good guide I think so you've got you've got your fruit but you've also got um, greens in there for example which are really good to get in there carrots too so that's a different colour usually Uh, and that's why I talk about the smoothies that I make I definitely put some um, spinach in there because I think that helps and the oats Um, some of the carbs in there helps to slow down the glycemic response from all the sugars from the banana and the cat and the apples and stuff like that but like you say the the fibre of the apple as well that helps for that too so Mm. yeah I mean I think it all mixes together the other thing I sometimes put in actually in my smoothies and meals in general is um uh, flaxseed, uh, mm. which is really good. I don't know if this might make a difference, Michael, but it helps me, the fact that you're getting your omega-3s in there as well without having to eat loads of fish. And that helps me from a... I don't know. I I feel like I've tested it a few times over the last few years, and I feel like when I'm getting my omega-3 in, um, oily stuff, whether it's oily fish or flaxseed or whatever, I get less pain after a ride. I don't know if it's uh, like it's supposed to have an effect on your joints and help you sort Ooh. of stay lubricated almost. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't I know if that t- makes a difference. It seems to help me though.
1: Yeah, I think, well, like you said as well, Colin, I think the, um, the, the sort of fat element from the flaxseed as well will mm. slow down that glycemic response. So you're yeah. not getting hunger pangs all the time. And, um and yeah, the, the ratio of omega, th- it's the ratio of omega three to omega six, I think is the most important yeah. thing. Right, um, okay. One of the, one of them is really easy to get. The other one's, pretty difficult to uh, get. Okay. So, yeah. um, yeah, so there's, there's that element. Yeah. But yeah. Th- that smoothie that you mentioned is basically, I think, sort of textbook recovery food. Um, it has kind of everything you'd need in there and that's a, that's a really good, good way for maybe Michael or anyone else to, uh, to recover sort of straight after a ride, you know, within that 30 minute window, Yeah. Um, yeah. that they talk about that where you sort of cells and body's most receptive to, to getting that sort of nourishment yeah. back. Yeah. Perfect.
0: Okay, I think that'll do it. Unless you have any any final comments or anything or do you think we've covered it all? Uh, I think
1: yeah I think that's uh, that, that's alright from my perspective
0: <laughs> just to say as well I mean we're uh, neither of us are nutritional experts obviously it's just all going no. by experience so worthwhile going out there and having a chat with somebody who actually knows their stuff about this um, yeah, especially exactly. if you're looking at weight loss and stuff like that Michael so uh, yeah make sure you're uh, asking experts which we are certainly not <laughs> we could talk from experience <laughs> no. but um, yeah this is what works for us I suppose um, it doesn't naturally translate to anyone else so just to say that as well but hopefully that helps Michael I hope it gives you some tips anyway and you can start to start to feel a bit more energetic constantly and get out on the bike even more often Um, I feel like as well once you start doing that once you start eating like that getting out on the bike regularly the weight loss stuff will take care of itself you don't even need to to um to optimize for that i think anyway so
1: Uh, that's what i was going to say i think they're one in the same once you start eating the right foods um you you don't have to worry about counting calories or anything like this and um and it all it all falls into place and it's not something that that you have to worry about i think focusing on weight loss uh only is quite quite dangerous because there's you know, you could be uh, the f- the thing that everyone says is you know you could cut your arm off and that would be the best way to uh, to lose <laughs> weight, but it's not uh, it's not obviously not the, the healthiest <laughs> or optimal way to do it. Yeah, so um, just just focusing and and also I, I sometimes use um, Tanita scales so a body fat um measurement so you can make sure that you're not that the weight loss if you do have some weight loss that it's not kind of coming off of your muscles mm. and it's, uh, it's it's the fat that's going so that's yeah. another little tip maybe Great. to just uh, have some kind of quantitative measure to that to that weight loss which might sort of keep you on track a bit yeah, more as well perfect
0: Excellent. Okay. Thanks very much. All right. I hope that helped, Michael. Uh, Anyone else who's out there, if you're listening, you have a question for us, send it in to colin at mountainbikesapart.com. Email me there. You can also email me any audio files. We'd love to get some voice questions. So record it on your smartphone, voice recorder app. Send it to me via email, colin at mountainbikesapart.com. Or you can send us a quick one, quick questions to the podcast host, which is me and Tom is by Tom Bell. Alrighty. Well, good luck with those races, Tom. Um, you've got a wee while to the National Champs, don't you? But uh, the when did you say the marathon was?
1: Uh, it's actually the week, weekend after that race, so ah, okay. it's uh, 30th right. of July. So you've got yeah. a few
0: weeks away for them at least. But
1: uh, I do, yeah. A bit of time to get some training in yeah. and uh, maybe a bit of local racing as well.
0: Good stuff. I'll well, we'll hopefully talk to you before those races then. We can uh, catch up again before then.
1: Yeah, I'm sure we will. Cool.
0: Alright. Well, thanks again for listening. Thanks for your time and we'll talk to you on the next episode.